Welcome to our reflections for this year's Remembrance Sunday. This is a day when we pause to remember those who served in the various conflicts that have blighted our world, especially in the two world wars. At the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, the guns fell silent on the Western Front, bringing to an end the First World War. We have recalled that moment through our armistice and remembrance events down through the decades. Decades during which the men and women of our armed services have continued to pay the ultimate sacrifice. And so we pause to remember lives sacrificed in the service of our country and the world, as well as those traumatised and injured in conflict. May we have such a devotion to justice and freedom that the heroism of all those who fought and still fight may continue to be remembered in a nation of service and in a world of peace. Father, remember us and forgive us our sins against you and those around us. Let us remember before God and commend to his sure keeping those who have died for their country in war those whom we knew and whose memory we treasure, and all who have lived and died in the service of mankind. They shall grow not old as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them nor the years condemn at the going down of the sun and in the morning we will remember them. Let us remember them in silence.
When you go home, tell them of us and say, For your tomorrow we gave our today. Shall we pray? Loving God, our patient Father, from whose love in Christ we cannot be parted, neither by death nor life, hear our prayers and thanksgivings for all those whom we remember this day. Help us know afresh your love, which calls us to put our differences aside and enjoy life as brothers and sisters in your one family. Father, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Forgive us when we show hate rather than love and help all of us in the world to live as one people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today our theme is freedom and we are going to begin our reflection on that theme by reading from Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 to 4 and then Matthew chapter 6 verses 26 to 30, both of which will be read by Sheila Lowry. The first reading is from Isaiah chapter 61 verses 1 to 4. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor, they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. Our second reading is from Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 6, verses 26 to 30. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labour or spin. Yet, I tell you that not even Solomon, in all his splendour, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, 
Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Amen. During the Second World War, various prisoners of war coped with their time in German camps by studying birds. While some of their fellow prisoners planned escapes and dug tunnels, men like John Buxton, Peter Condor and George Waterston made careful notes about the birds they saw. They never had binoculars or other equipment and often they had to make their notes on any scrap of paper that they could find. During the years, they put up bird boxes, worked out where the nests were, and did all they could to protect them, as they tried to make the best of their time without freedom. They were reassured by watching the birds which continued to fly freely over their heads. Freedom is an important aspect of our lives which we should not take for granted. When we find our freedom restricted, then we can really struggle. In fact, freedom is something that during the last seven months, we have grown to value, especially because we have faced so many restrictions in regard to how we are to live our lives. We long to be free from the threat of COVID, free to go where we want and see our family and friends when we want to. Over the last century, one man who fought and achieved freedom for many in his country and inspired the world was Nelson Mandela. He once said, real leaders must be ready to sacrifice all for the freedom of their people. Obviously it is not just leaders who need to be ready to do this because so much of the freedom that we take for granted has come with a cost. Whether it was during the world wars or the conflicts before and after them, many have indeed paid the ultimate price so that we can enjoy freedom. Our faith is also based on the sacrifice of a man, for it is because Jesus died on the cross that we can know real freedom. That was the good news that the prophet Isaiah looked forward to when he wrote, The Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Jesus has indeed brought freedom into our lives. Firstly, through Jesus, we have freedom from sin. It is because of Jesus' death and the cross that all the wrong that we do is forgiven when we say sorry. Jesus has truly broken our chains and we are free 
to enjoy God's goodness. Indeed, we should be humbled by the depths of love that have been shown to us by God. Secondly, Jesus grants us freedom from worry. This is what Jesus said in the reading that we had from Matthew 6. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Yes, we all face trying times in our lives, but we can trust God and put all our worries to one side so that we can enjoy his freedom. And thirdly, Jesus provides us with freedom to serve. There is little point in valuing all that Jesus has done for us if the freedom that is ours through Jesus does not change us. Remember that God's freedom should make all that we say and do more loving, joyful, peaceful, patient, kind, good, faithful, gentle and self-control. It was George Appleton who wrote, Freedom in Christ is not freedom to do what I like, but freedom to be what I am meant to be. It is freedom from all the chains which hold me back from being my true self. It is freedom from all imposed limitations and external pressures. It is to share in Christ's freedom, to do God's will, and then to help others find a similar freedom. Freedom is an amazing gift which we need to always treasure. So let us give thanks for the freedom that we do have in this country, even if some of it is restricted at this moment in time. And let us keep our trust in God, for he will always look after us just as he looks after the birds of the air. Shall we pray? Loving God, we thank you for the freedom that you have brought into our lives. We thank you for the forgiveness that brings us freedom from our sins. We thank you for your love and care which bring us freedom from our worries. And we thank you for the opportunities to serve those around us. Gracious Father, on this day of remembrance, we call to mind those whom we knew, those who are related to us, those who served this country and strived for freedom for all. We are deeply aware of the great service that has been paid by many people from our country and around the world. Those who fought to keep all people free from evil and oppression. Father, it is so sad that the world wars did not end all conflicts and nations continue to threaten nations. Bless all those who serve in our armed forces and be with the families and friends who have lost loved ones in the recent conflicts. Strengthen them with your love and reassure them 
that you will comfort all who come to you. Father God bless our Queen, our leaders and all those who govern us at every level. Please give them your wisdom so that a better world will be formed where all people are cared for, live in peace with one another and enjoy true freedom. As your children, we also bring our prayers for the people who are part of our families and communities. Heal those we know who are ill. Support those we know who are tired. And comfort those we know who are mourning the loss of loved ones. Loving God, as we pray to you, give us insights into the different ways that your freedom may be revealed in the world. Help us to see the ways where our words and actions will bring to people freedom from pain and suffering, freedom from oppression and freedom from concern. But most of all, help us to see ways that we can point people to you because it is only in you that we can all experience your amazing freedom. Father, we thank you for hearing our prayers and for caring so deeply for each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So as we continue our time together, let us sing the hymn, And Can It Be That I Should Gain?
remember the freedom that is ours because of all that Jesus has done for us and until we meet again take care stay safe and may the Lord bless you and keep you may the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you may the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace Amen <music>